Hi everyone, Sadie and Kate here. When you think of Dubai, you probably think of ultimate luxury. Seven star hotels, yacht parties and fast cars. And while that can be the reality of Instagram, there are many more highs and lows of life in the desert. Are you already living in Dubai but want to hear the stories of others? Or are you considering booking that ticket but want to know the real truth behind the glitz and the glam? This podcast is just two English girls and their friends chatting all things Dubai and what expat life is really like in the desert. Get ready for the hilarious stories about life in the sun, sips in the city and the absolute madness of what it's really like to live in Dubai. So four. So we've had loads of requests this week um, about teaching in Dubai. So we thought we'd do a little podcast on the pros and cons to teaching out here in Dubai. Before that, should we do our little debrief of yeah. how the week has been? Um, we have, I have been back in school, back in work. I'm in a new year group. So I've moved from year six into year five. I've got the cutest little team of people that I've never worked with before. One um, new teacher from the UK, somebody that's been there a couple of years and just like, it's, yeah, loving it. It's been nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been like buzzing when you've come back. Every yeah. day this week, Yeah, have loved it. But I do, I do actually really love work and I don't, I don't have that dread. I just, uh, yeah, I do. I love it. Yeah. Good team, good vibes. Yeah, I'm like, you okay in the morning? You're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? buzzing me. <laughs> Shouldn't have it. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is like, oh, it's cool. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's go educate. <laughs> yeah, I've not actually gone back to work. Um, it's a long story, but I will cover it in another podcast. So I'm now working for myself. So I'm currently setting up my own visa out in Dubai. So I went to wrap for my medical um on monday i think i went there yeah but i will cover it in another podcast all about setting up getting a visa the process how much it costs yes because yeah we've yeah. gone through that over the past couple of months but really our week has was quite boring like we didn't actually do much no. like you fully moved out i've been back in school i've been trying to get my eight hours in yeah which failed it. but like yeah just normal week normal week nothing exciting until thursday yeah Got ourselves a little brunch. Yes, we went to Penthouse at Five Palm. Oh, I just love it. It was amazing. Yeah. The food was actually incredible. I'm, you know, I'm not an eater. Yeah. I ate. I had like these little avocado cracker things. Oh, they were And good. then I had like sushi and then Japanese cheesecake. I had like the full shebang and then I don't even know how many. I think that's the first brunch I've been to with you where you actually ate. I know, but it's because it was picky. So them little crackers like tiny. So I had like four crackers. That's and I had like one little slider. And then the sushi, I didn't eat it all, but I had like a bit of sushi. And then when the cheesecake came out, I was like, there's no stopping me. I'm eating all that. All of that, we shared. That, that's a good thing about it though, because a lot of brunches are unlimited food. Whereas yeah. this was like, it's just three courses. Yeah. It's quite small. Bao buns are banging. Yeah. Yeah, it was really it was good. good. So we had that on Thursday, and then Friday I went and did a little staycay at the Rixos in Rack, which was amazing. That was like all inclusive, twenty four hours. Drink as much as you can, eat as much as you can. Again, didn't I didn't eat that much. We actually took. We went to an Italian <laughs> for dinner, and we took pizza. We were like, like when we left, we hadn't finished all the food that we'd ordered. So we were like, we'll take it back to the room. And then the next day, I was like, oh, stinking pizza Can't in even the look room. At it. Yeah. I mean, I looked at it and I thought, 
question. Can I, can I use it? And you left me for the whole bloody weekend. Yeah. How was your weekend? What did you do Friday, Saturday? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you lost without me, aren't you? <laughs> no, I actually, I finished off moving, went to the mall, got some bits that I needed, and then went to the pub. Yeah, you went to the pub, didn't you, on Saturday? Yeah, watched the football um, with Nick. But yeah, didn't do anything. I felt like I just needed a little bit of... A little bit of downtime. Yeah, a bit of downtime. It was good. Yeah, so pretty average, standard Sunday to Thursday week. Nice weekend. Before we move on from the debrief, I just want to bring up the fact that after you slating me last week saying about me putting the dishes in the sink... A friend messaged me to tell me that she does exactly the same thing. So I opened it up to the gram and I, I won. Well, you're all dirty. But, like, not by much, to be fair. I think it's like 53%, 47%. But most people, and I was like having a little look, doing, doing my little dating analysis to see who it is. And it wasn't just people that are my friends that voted. <laughs> your friends voted for it as well. Well, you're all dirty. Don't put your pots in the sink. Yeah. My advice. Shit advice. <laughs> Should we get into it then? Yes. With our first pro, I suppose, like the whole package that we get when we yeah. come out here to teach. Yeah, I think we briefly, in either the first or second podcast, we spoke quite a lot about our salary. Um, and we completely disagree on the salary situation. You think the salary is good. I think the salary is awful. Um but in terms of like the package, we agree that it's a good package. It's a good package. Yeah, because you obviously get your salary, but then you get a lot of additional things. For example, you get accommodation. Yeah. Like visa. And now that you've done your own visa, you can appreciate the cost, the yeah. effort, the stress. Well, I've been applying for this visa since June, end of June. The bank account, the school sorts your bank account out for you, so you literally just pick what bank account you want to go to, and then you get all the freebies, they come into school, they drop your bank card off, you're set up. I don't even have a We bank. don't even know. Yeah, I don't even have anything. A bank account, I don't have any medical, I can't get medical until I've got my visa, my passport needs to go for stamping. You can't get a bank account until all of that's done, but the bank is still ringing you every day. They rang me literally the other day. Hello, ma'am. I'm like, oh my God, I've still not got a visa. Yeah. So like when thinking about being a teacher, you don't have to deal with any of that. School do everything. Your medical insurance. School deal with it. You don't have any. Don't pay for it. Well, I don't have any currently. (laughs) (laughs) When we go for a walk around JVC, I'm like, get on the inside, Kate. If I I get run over, I've got medical insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. So, yeah, a bit of a stress. But, yeah, it's very good that school do all that for you. Another big one is, like, I would say flight allowance. Yes. Talking of flight allowance, um, they they give you a flight allowance. When I first moved to Kuwait, they booked the flight for us. Yeah. Um, and the same when I moved to Dubai. So it's like, in the airport, the day that you're flying out, you're nervous, you might be by yourself, you rock up at the airport, and there's like a huge group of people. Yeah. We was literally, I think there was like 12 of us in the lounge. Oh my gosh. When I moved to like a school in Kuwait, there was definitely like 30, 40 of us, because the school's huge. So we were all just met at Heathrow, and it was like hilarious. Yeah. It's just because you're not on your own, you've not got the whole panic. Yeah. It's, it's just really everyone's good. in the same boat. Everyone's drinking, everyone's having food, getting yeah. to know each other. Yeah. Boots meal deal and seven pints later. Nah, you see, we, we went um, in the lounge. See, Everyone... you say you're not posh, right? 
before you moved out, you went into the lounge. Actually, it was a cheap deal because I want to set... I'm going to say it's 30 quid and I think I'm actually lying, but it was unlimited drinks and okay, unlimited food. So when you weigh it up... You make your money back because the drinks are like a ten of a drink. God, how much was your meal deal? £3.50, boots. <laughs> In the end, <laughs> Last bit of pork before I went to Kuwait. <laughs> um, but talking off flights, when I moved out to Kuwait, I think I've told you this already, but when I got on the flight, it was the first time I'd been on like a proper flight. Obviously, I've been on Ryanair, Thomas Cook and whatever, but this was like long haul got on it was like oh my god they give you headphones it's massive yeah. there's a blanket there's a pillow sat down they start coming around with the trolley i'd already had my jack daniels in the airport before i was flying thinking right. it was my last drink before i was like before christmas was what i was thinking and then they come around with the trolley and they're like anything from the bar red wine whiskey vodka and i thought it was a trick i genuinely thought that they were going to be like you've accepted a drink, you're being deported as soon as you land. Stop it. Because it's a dry country. <laughs> I'm not even joking. After about three hours, and then the, I realised the woman next to me was going to the same school as me, because it was a bit different for that school. I was like, are you drinking? Are you drinking? I'll get me a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been missing out for three hours. Can I have another uh, six of them, please? Stack them up. No, but it is good, isn't it, when you like meet everyone in the airport? It's just a relief yeah. to like talk to other people that are in your situation. You're not doing the whole leg on yeah. your own. No, and good. the school I'm at now, they just give us a flight allowance. So, for example, I didn't go home for summer. I still got the full flight allowance. So that was like a little bit of extra money. I th- when I first came out here, you used to have to prove your flight. Yeah. Um, so if your school makes you prove your flight, pick your most expensive flight for that year because our school would only give us what the flight was worth yeah because i remember one flight i got back from kuwait it was only it only cost like 60 pound kuwait to luton but our school just gave us like that's the set amount say for example it was like 800 pound if you were returning staff and then my flight was like 60 that paid for like a massive amount of my um traveling that i did no obviously schools schools changed it now for like this year yeah but I think they changed it, COVID. But yeah, some schools will only give you what the flight is worth, so be careful, be warned. Yeah, good, good, good. Accommodation, yeah, lovely. Yeah, love. Yeah, I actually appreciate our accommodation now. I've seen your old accommodation. Okay, a lot, a lot more. Yeah. The only downside for me is that the building is owned by the school. Okay. And you live with everyone from the school, and they've got cameras everywhere in your apartment no not in the apartment okay. but you said everywhere <laughs> some people are like uh, walk around naked like 99% of the time um no but I remember when it was covid had just sort of hit we was actually still allowed out um we was actually going to go El Faro for a brunch but it wasn't on that particular night so it was my friend Emily's birthday and we decided we'd do a pub crawl around our building. Nice. So to different apartments. So yeah. like one was set up as like my Aggies and there was like... Um, beer pong. Yeah, beer pong. That's <laughs> Can you see we're doing the action? <laughs> and then we had like Lucky Voice, like so we did karaoke in one apartment. Ooh. Yeah, um, like Pier 7, Maguettes, Fibbers, the usual. But we got in so much trouble because someone complained i think it's about half 11 at night and i think it was online i think it was online at this point yeah and someone complained but they actually directly messaged slt 
at school. So then SLT are on the phone and then they're messaging us like, we're really disappointed in you. Can't believe you're doing this. You're so inconsiderate. Rather than the person just knocking on the door and being like, guys, it's yeah. half 11 now and you're super loud. Yeah. Um, we didn't just join it. We, we was actually playing, um, you know, when you get the cereal box. Yeah. We wasn't game. actually that drunk. We were just so hyped up because the cereal box was on like the last yeah. little strip. I mean, how awful are you at that game? One. I, would. I don't believe you. I've seen you trying to touch your toes, mate. Camilla, Victoria, <laughs> tell her. I, no, honestly, I actually did win. I'll show you. Not now, because I put my back, but I did. Okay. 100, yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Not even like... How bad was everyone else at that game if you won? <laughs> Camilla and Vic were really good. Yeah, me, Camilla and Vic, I think, were like the last three in. Nice. But, yeah, a bit off topic, but that's the only downside is that, like, you've then got a member of SLT in your personal yeah. space. I think that's the same in not all schools um there was this wild party i wasn't at it in kuwait it was after i left but there was like this huge party somebody ended up getting arrested three people ended up going to hospital the police were there the ambulance were there and obviously it's a dry country so everyone was drinking yeah everyone was wasted it was like at the beginning when it was like the newbie party and all the newbies went there and i remember my friend mr and she was like yeah the ambulance was i think there was like three ambulances. someone had a knocked out <gasps> tooth someone had like a broken bone like someone ended up getting arrested and deported from the country and just like oh, oh my god and then the next day your apartment's stinking we were saying like you get more free time but you don't which yeah, sounds like yeah. absolutely stupid. So like today, for example, I had, if I just look at my timetable, I had the class for 40 minutes in the morning. Then they were, they had a specialist for 40 minutes. Then they had me for 20 minutes. Then they had break time. So I was out for 20 minutes. And then they had me for like an hour and a half. Then half of them had Islamic. Then it was lunchtime where I was with them for half an hour, but then someone else was with them for half an hour. And then they had an hour of computing at the end of the day. So it's like, your day is so bitty. But in that 20 minutes, I like, what am I going to do in that? I'm going to go to the toilet. I'm going to, like, always. <laughs> Any free period coffee. I've eaten. Coffee. Like, you, you just need to decompress and be like, right, where am I? What am I doing next? What have I just done? So, like, when you look at your timetable, because they have got so many specialists, like, my, the kids will have in primary Arabic, Islamic, Music, French, PE, swimming, computing. We say don't get in the UK as much. As much, yeah. So in the UK, you might have somebody to come in and do PE or and music, but like, but then I don't get a full hour out at lunch, and I don't have the PPA time. It's weird, though, isn't it? Because we seem to get a lot more done. My obviously my school day is different to yours. Like our lessons are like fifty, fifty-five minutes. Can't remember now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, what well, I think we would have got like six frees, I think. A, a week. week. So like an hour free a day. And then an hour lunch and then half an hour break. Not an hour's lunch. Our lunch was like 40 minutes. But yeah, you just seem to get a lot more done. And then you've not got to do it at weekends. Yes. And even like the day it starts earlier, like, okay, we have to be in school by seven. Kids are in at 7.15. I don't know if you ever get used to that, you know. I mean, I, I am a morning person. So, I love it. I love getting up early. It's not the getting up early. It's been, like, I would like to get up and go to the gym and do my own stuff. It's been fully functioning and all your kids in at quarter past seven. But this is why I like exercising in the morning because, say, for example, this morning, right? By the time I get into school, I'd already done 13,000 steps. 
And 10K. 10K. And I'd been awake for like, by the time the kids come in, I'd been awake for three hours. So I'm not sleepy at all. I'm like, morning, let's go, morning task. <laughs> Would you rather do this? And they're like, morning, Miss Diamond. Like, dragging their, yeah. dragging themselves in. Yeah, but when I don't exercise, I feel like I'm not fully awake when I'm in school. Yeah. And I feel like they come in and I'm like, morning. It's quiet. Don't like it. Lethargic. This morning. I had a little bit of... Yeah, well, imagine being with the teenagers. I had a beachy on this morning when they were all coming in. Did you? Yeah. Raven? Yeah. Oh, no, imagine being with the teenagers. They're not... Actually, that was quite... It was quite nice, like, in the morning, because I used to have um, year 13 as my form. They were quite quiet, so it's quite nice. They wouldn't be quiet if they had me as a form tutor. In the morning. They weren't by the... They're still teenagers. Yeah, but I, I'm like... They've got their own headphones in. They just need their Doing own. their own thing. Yeah, for me, a massive pro in secondary is that we have smaller class sizes. So in the UK, in like GCSE, I would have had like 30 kids in a class. Mm-hmm. Whereas like out here, I'd have like 15 GCSE kids. I'd maybe have like 10 A-level kids. So we can actually spend like way more time together and give them way more feedback. Like my head of department would look at my marking and <laughs> can you guys hear the, <laughs> the construction going on um, yeah Ed used to say to me I can't believe how much feedback you've given but it was because I've got more time to spend with them Yeah. whereas in the UK it's, there's 30 of them like you can't individually get to know them Yeah. like obviously the louder kids you get to know a little bit more but out here you can actually get to know all of them and for me that's like a massive a massive pro. Yeah, the class sizes are smaller here than in the UK as well. I know now in some schools in the UK, my friends have got 32, 33 in a class. Like here, especially with COVID, it's not allowed. Yeah. Um, so that's working in our favour. But because they are private schools as well that we're working in, they do tend to be smaller class sizes, um, which makes marking, like you say, easier. Like last year, I think I had 20 in my class. It was dreamy marking all their like work it didn't take me like any time and like you say you've got more time in class to like get to know them and yeah, do fun. one-to-one yeah like even just little things like I can read with like this is super geeky but I can read with every single one of them for at least 10 minutes in the week when you've got an extra 50% because you've got 30 in a class like are you realistically going to do that you like you just can't no, physically it's do not it. manageable um and you do when you've got less in your class, you get to know them more because there's less people to get to know. Yeah. Um, You're doing you, extra reading, I'm doing like push up competitions, like oh. press up competitions and like kick ups in the, yeah. in the classroom. But you do, like, you do, I do get really attached with my, like, my class yeah. last year. I absolutely, I was dreaded. What was I like at the end of the year? I was like, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry on the last day because they, I know they were only like 11 years old, but I was like, I'm actually good friends with them. Oh, I'm good friends with all mine. Like, mad. literally, I spent, I had to stop going in the common room because in my free periods, I would just sit for hours and we'd talk about, like, uni and life. That's exactly and, what you should be doing. And, like, their friend. I'd never get any work done, but they yeah. are, like, they were, like, like best friends what all the time. A, a parent actually asked me to take their child back to the UK with me for summer. 
She was like, oh, she loves you so much. She wasn't even in my class. I just did um, like extra tuition. Yeah. And she was like, I will pay for your summer. I'll pay for you. I'll pay for your flight back to the UK. I'll pay for whatever you want to do. The mum was just um, a TV presenter and wasn't able to get time off work. She was like, but I want her to experience the UK and she loves you like, like a mum type thing. And I know that you'll make it. I know. Imagine. Imagine I just like rocked up after my first year in Q8 with a nine year old. Surprise. <laughs> You're now grandparents <laughs> to a nine-year-old. It's mad. That's mental. I know, but here's my kid for the summer. Off you go. Yeah, it's like a nanny. Yeah, why don't you do it? I did. <laughs> um, I was travelling that summer because obviously in Kuwait we had very long summer holidays. We used to finish in June, so we'd have a good you know, nine, ten weeks off for summer, I'd get travelling in straight away in June before all the kids broke up in the UK. Nice. So I could go on holidays and travel places where there's no kids because, let's face it, even though we're teachers, you don't want to hear... It's the last thing I want. Oh, you should have seen us at the weekend. As soon as there was a child around, we were like, no, no, no. Hurts my ears. Adults only pool. Yeah. <laughs> when we went to the Maldives, we were like, um, we're teachers, so can we request that we're on the side of the island that's adults only because we don't want to be around kids during the... Don't want to listen to them no. anymore. Not during your vacation. God, I thought we was lucky out here breaking at like what the second, third of July compared to the UK, but QA, that's here you get I think this summer holiday was six weeks because you've got to remember you go back to school a little bit earlier with the induction. That's a da- I think not a downside, but you have to bear that in mind because when you first come out, I think I came out on the sixteenth of August and yeah. we had two weeks induction. And then when you come back in your second year, you just have one week induction. So you do come back earlier. Like that week induction, like if you were working in the UK, you would definitely 100% spend at least a week of your summer holiday. It's not induction, but you're in your classroom, you're doing your planning, you're getting everything ready. Like all my friends that are teachers are definitely in during the summer holiday. For I had four days because we weren't in on the Sunday. On the, yeah. So it's not, that's n- it's not bad. Bearing in mind, then you set up, you're ready to go. Four days isn't, but when you first come out, that two weeks is quite it's long. a. It's, a, it's long and intense. Yes, it is. What else would you say then, as a pro or a con? Oh, another big pro for me is the students. This is this is actually my number one. This is what I, we said this to the I don't know his name, the guy that lives across there. Oh, Toby. Toby. Um. It's the number one pro. You actually will never meet nicer kids than being in, like, an international British school. They're absolutely, like, dreamboats. Because in the UK, like, this is the way I try and explain it to people. In the UK, the popular kids are the naughty Naughty. kids, maybe low achievers. Bit cheeky. Messing around. Like a bit of banter. Yeah. Not really fussed about school. Yeah. But out here, it is literally the complete opposite. The popular kids are the most intelligent kids. They're the ones that are going to get the highest score in all the tests. The ones that are going to go to the best, best university. The ones that are going to stay behind and do every club imaginable yeah. to get the best C, like, not CV, what do you call Personal it? Personal statement. Personal statement, ready for university. But it's just like the complete opposite, isn't it? Yeah. I had. I was actually lucky. I had head boy and head girl last year, both in my form. And they were so popular. They just did everything. Like, nothing was too much. Yeah. They did everything from even for like the principal through to like head of like year 13 or anything that they knew more than what I did. They knew exactly Not what odd. was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more true. 
but they just knew what was going on and it didn't make them like a geek and no one wanted to be friends with them it makes they, it popular yeah it's they, mad it's and they're like so polite yeah my class this year already i, I messaged parents today just to be like just to let you know your son is so polite it's in i was like his manners are impeccable be- because you can and then i have to google how to spell impeccable because <laughs> <laughs> i thought i can't mess it and spell it wrong it's both, why are we so rubbish i was like impeccable doesn't look right that definitely doesn't look right why can't we spell i don't know what were we like yesterday we were trying to spell siobhan oh siobhan yeah. siobhan and how buzzing were we that you've got like the first four letters <laughs> i was like come on if you can do this you can do anything in life <laughs> I, just believe last me. <laughs> um, I was gonna say that you can actually leave them so if you're in class and you need to run and get your exam papers or you need to get something from the photocopier or you've forgotten something they're not going to destroy your classroom. They're not going to rip down your displays. They're not going to empty out all your resources. Yeah. They'll work. Or they'll just have a chat. Like, they don't... Yeah. You're not coming um, back to absolute... For me, you're not coming yeah. back to absolute chaos. Obviously, in primary, we don't leave the kids. But I imagine if I did leave them, they'd be absolutely fine. You can trust them. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to destroy anything. No. But, oh, yeah. If you they, did that in the UK, you'd come back, you wouldn't have a classroom. Yeah. Be like, fire... God, everything would be on fire. There'd yeah. be nothing. It'd be destroyed. So, yeah, for me, yeah, being able to, like, they have, what's the word? Um, not autonomy. Is it autonomy? Like, a bit more... What, you've got more autonomy? No, they've got more... More wits about them. More, more sensible. Can't spell. Can't think of the word. <laughs> but, yeah, they're just absolutely dreamy. Yeah, no, they are, they are dreamy. I, like, massively agree with you there. Um, and then in terms of like your relationship with the parents, obviously this is probably different for both of us, but like a lot of my parents, they're very, very like involved and want to help and want their, the very best. They want their kids to go to the best universities. Last year, my class asked me, is it compulsory? And I was like, is what? And they were like, is university compulsory? And I was like, no. <laughs> Get yourself a one way ticket. I'm like, no. I'm like, absolutely not. Mum and dad might say it's compulsory, but it's not. But they, the parents do want the best for them. Like, they are, you know, real focused, especially because they're paying for the education. They want good value, which is understandable. Yeah, it can be a little bit of a downside. Like, one, it's a lot of pressure on the kids. Yes. Um, I remember my year 12 last year at Christmas when they did an assessment. They actually all smashed, like, A's and B's. But they were gutted. There was yeah. like, I should, like, the ones that got B's were like, I should be getting A's. I'm like, this is your first exam yeah. after three months um, of a two-year course. Like, you're smashing it. But their parents do put a lot of pressure on them. And also, in relation to that, it's kind of like, I've had parents where it's like, oh, he got 84 out of 100. Anyone get higher? Now, obviously, I would never be like, oh, yeah, Jimmy got 90 or whatever. But there is that element of, like, my child will be the best in the class. Yeah. Even if that child is, is getting 40 out of 100. Like, they want their child to be the best in the class, the best in the year, the one that's getting... The A-stars. The A-stars, the head boy, the head girl, because they know that that amounts to the best universities. Yeah. Which is, I think it's one, one side to me is it that it's a good thing yeah. um, to have a little bit of pressure to do better and they do want to do well 
just when you see it in sixth form some students are fine but those some take it quite personally and they get very very stressed hey imagine when they're seven it's the same pressure. Yes, but yeah. I just and they go home and they have like tuition for three hours after school. Yeah, there is a lot of tu- yeah. There's a lot of tuition out here. They have long day. They had, do have long days. ECAs, tuition, yeah, sports clubs. But they are very well rounded children. Like oh, they're amazing. I mean, there is a lot of pressure. I'm not talking about like the school I'm in now, but like in general, I think in international schools, there's more pressure on like academia than there is on like sports or music or like the arts. Like there definitely is that push for the grades in the subjects and even grades on subjects like, like actually to be fair, in schools I've been in, they grade art. So you'll get like an A, B, C in art. Have you seen my drawing? Fail. (laughs) I still draw stick people. I do, can't can't draw, can't spell. Not artistic. Good. <laughs> autistic, not artistic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of the upsides, not for me personally, but get good presents when you're in an international school. Oh, see, I've not experienced No, that I haven't. That's why I said not me. Not me personally. But I know people that have had the new iPhones, tablets, little 200 quid vouchers, 300 quid vouchers for places. No, I got this like really nice box. It was like padded and everything. And I was like, oh my God, one of my kids has got me like a necklace or a bit of jewellery. It was dates. Very, I, would very, be, I would be so happy. Were they covered in chocolate? They were amazing. Dark chocolate, white chocolate. Like, yeah, and then they got like bits of orange on them or pistachio. Yeah, like, actually, love them. Actually love them. Banging. So, um, but no, I've not witnessed. Sometimes you see when it's like teacher's birthday and you see all the kids coming in through the gate and they just have like so many presents and you're like you know that you've that what teachers it's like the third day of school and the kids are coming in with like massive bags yeah um and then um a teacher once on their birthday a child walked in with a rolex bag we were like oh my gosh you've got a rolex like you see everyone looking over thinking oh my gosh guess what was in it don't it wasn't a rolex guess like how like I don't know, chocolate, sweets, bath and body works or something. I uh, love a bath and body work candle. No, a egg timer. <laughs> Stop it. Like actual wooden. It was like, I'm trying to say this big, but like it's the size of a wine bottle. Like it was huge in a Rolex bag. And I'm like, why did you do that? Like, is it so that other parents see the child going in with a Rolex bag and it's like face, like saving face? I don't know. Insane. That's, I buy got, that? I wouldn't even buy that for myself. I don't think they even bought it. I reckon they just had it at home and wanted to give the parents something. <laughs> I once got a um, box of patchy chocolates. And at the time, I didn't know that patchy was, one, yummy. And two, as expensive as it is. So they were in the cupboard for about three weeks. And then I'd not had the best day and I came home. I'd not been to the gym. I came home and I was like, looking at them in the cupboard. Opened them up. Took one out. And I was like, I'm going to eat all of these. Like, zero self-control. So I grabbed the box, took them out of the apartment, no, put them in the bin. No. Binned them. Didn't think anything else of it. Just like it was like dairy milk. Please. Went to the mall a couple of weeks later, saw a patchy shop. And I was like, so if there's a whole patchy shop, went in. The box of chocolates was over £100 and I binned them. My mum my will be going sick. I would never do that now. I wouldn't even bin a Ferrero Rocher. I've got one now. <laughs> I love Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> I don't, but I still wouldn't bin it. <gasps> That's mad. I know. How expensive. 
No, I've not had any. And then I had an invite to the Seychelles. Didn't take it, but be a nice oh, yeah, present. That was, was that this summer? Yeah. Should have went. I did <laughs> say to you, bloody take it. I want to come as you plus one. <laughs> Another thing that I absolutely love is that the kids are just so worldly. Like, yeah. they will happily educate you on their religion, their culture, their beliefs. Like, you can ask them anything. Like, they don't take any offence to it. They'll just happily answer your questions. You find so much out about them and, like, their backgrounds and why they do things. Yeah. Particularly, like, with sixth form, you can have, like, more adult conversations about it. Mm-hmm. Stuff that I didn't even, like, didn't even know about. They're teaching you. They're teaching me. And they're, yeah, I wouldn't get that at home. Um yeah. Because we're like quite small towns, so we don't have we don't have that many different nationalities. Yeah, how many nation? I've got fifteen nationalities in my class this year. Like that's just, uh, it just it's insane. Have you learned all the names yet? I know all the names, but you didn't know them on day one. Day one, I didn't know them all, did I? I wasn't with them all day. It threw me. <laughs> knew them all. Yeah, because I sat there at the end of the day, like going through them all, and then day two when they walked in, I was like, boom, 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 boom. No more. No your nationality. No your favourite chocolate bar. Yeah. Three of them don't like chocolate. Weird. Who doesn't like chocolate? Get out of my class. <laughs> I don't Leave. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> but how good is like National Day and things like that? And all their parents come. They it makes cook. me like so like. Yeah, they cook all their food, bring in all their little bits and bobs from yeah. their country. And it's just nice. Even like break time in primary, because there's 15 nationalities, their snacks and their lunches that they have. Like I've got some Japanese and South Korean kids. Imagine what they bring in for their snack. Like, in the UK, what the kids eat is... Pizza, burger, chocolate, crisps. And these kids coming in with, like, homemade sushi, like, um, homemade pancakes, homemade paratha, and homemade curry, and things like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I I could eat all of this sitting there with my salad. Boring. Thanks, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they are, like, it's very multicultural. That's just the international teacher life, I think, though, isn't it? But I like it. I like learning about all the different cultures. I just think you kind of miss that in the UK. Yeah. Okay, enough of the pros and cons, although we didn't really say many cons. All <laughs> pros. We love teaching here. Love the international life. Love the package. Everything's amazing. If you do have any questions about it, though, send us a message because we have had quite a lot of messages. That's why we've done this podcast. But we're more than happy to answer any questions, give recommendations. Yeah. Um, yeah, just send us a little message. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, apply for the job, buy the ticket, get out here. Yeah, 100%. Would never get, yeah, wouldn't go back. Okay. Right, okay. Should we go with questions from the gram? Yes, go on, you've done it this week. Right, okay. Question number one. Have you started socials? Ooh, interesting. Um, so this podcast is going to go out on Friday, and that is our first official social. Yay! So we have spoken to, well, actually, McGettigans have contacted us and asked us to, like, set up some tables to get some of the new teachers there. So, although we've not done it yet, it's planned. We've got a good group of people going. And next week in our debrief, we'll let you know whether we survive. (laughs) (laughs) What, whether I survive? (laughs) Whether Kate survives. And, yeah, Yeah. really looking forward to it. And hopefully we're going to start working with them and get loads of different... Yeah. Think Socials going, going. yes. Buzzing for that. Okay, number two. <laughs> Would you rather? Oh gosh. Move back to the UK 
Okay. Whatever the other thing is, I'm going to go with it. Okay. Or lick the floor at McGettigan's at the end of the night. Lick when the floor. It's... Yeah. When it's stinking. Yeah. Lick the floor at McGettigan's Sticky, at the end of the night. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah. Then go back to the UK. Yeah. Okay. What would you rather do? Oh, yeah, I'd lick the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, next week, you'll see on our Instagram a picture of me and Kate licking the floor at the end of the night and we get against. I'm not going home. And if no, if no one listens to this and they just see that picture, they'll be like, these two are right weirdos. We are. Well, we are. We that's are. all right. That's okay. Okay, next question. Go on. Obviously, you'll like this one. Okay, what is your favourite drink and your favourite shot? Ooh, favourite drink. Oh, okay, um, espresso martini. Yeah. Love that. Don't didn't realise how much caffeine's in it. So when I'm having like eight, nine, ten of them, probably not the best idea. So I do go with a vodka lime soda. And favourite shot. It's gotta be tequila. Tequila. It makes me happy. It's Woo! my favourite karaoke song as well. <laughs> of course it is. Have you seen the video? No. Okay. I'll do what? it one night. When I go when we go lucky voice. Oh, I'll yeah. sing. I'll sing tequila. I have to be really drunk to go lucky voice. Though. I'm never going lucky voice. So like, never. Yeah, Emily knows. Like, just don't take Kate lucky voice. Do you sing? Um. Well, one I can't sing. I know. And two, it's stinking in there. Would you rather lick the floor in McGettigan's or would you rather lick the floor in lucky voice? All McGettigan's every time. Right. Last week we didn't set any goals. So this week, let's set a little goal. You can go first. Okay, I'm going to go with go to yoga at least twice a week because my back is so sore and I can't touch my toes. I can't even bend over. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, boys. (laughs) No, you actually look horrific when you're walking. Walking like a shit my pants. Yeah, not good. and, And I have to walk next to you, so... Yeah, sorry. I know, I know. So that is the plan. Okay. Go to yoga twice a week. If you don't go to yoga twice a week, I am actually going to drive you to McGettigan's and be like, you've got to lick the floor. <laughs> or I'm booking you a flight home. Baffling. <laughs> go on, give me yours then. What's your goal? After the past four or five very hungover, unproductive Saturdays, my target aim Goal. Goal. Objective. Obje- <laughs> my learning objective is I am going to do something on Saturday. <laughs> something. Anything. Get out of bed. Get out of bed. Make breakfast. Not have breakfast delivered. We're always like, let's do this, let's do this. Let's, let's do train. This. We haven't trained for the past four Saturdays. I am. I'm saying it now because then I have to do it. Amy will be listening. I am. Uh, anyone listening. Could be someone in... Venezuela listening or someone in Canada listening like now I've told somebody I'm doing it and it's an external person I have to do it okay so I'm going to have a productive Saturday so next week in the debrief you're going to hear that we were like licking the floor on Friday we were absolutely stinking and then on Saturday I got up and trained she's lying and I made your breakfast oh nice yeah let's do a good breakfast on Saturday oh yeah okay get some bacon yeah bacon sausage egg get to the pork shop you want the beans yeah Oh, yeah, do you want beans? Okay. Oh, yeah, done. Okay, sorted. Right then, that's it for episode four. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Over and out. Bye, Felicia. Well, that's it from us for this episode. I hope someone out there is listening and that you've enjoyed the podcast. If so, please hit subscribe, share, and give us a rating. 
Also head to our Instagram page at palmtrees 80 degrees underscore Dubai and hit follow. But more importantly, connect with us by sending us any feedback, comments or content you would like us to cover in future podcasts.